Good morning. Welcome to Daily Exhortations. Uh, today we're looking at Exodus chapter number 16, Exodus chapter number 16, and I'm actually going to skip the first portion of the story. I think we're pretty familiar with it, so I'm going to tell the story just to give a summary of it and lead up to the points that I want to get to in the second half of the chapter here. But Israel continues wandering, um, and they are lacking food, and so they start complaining once again, just like we saw yesterday. They start complaining, and God promises them that he is going to provide manna for them. So in both of these stories, notice that God hasn't necessarily chided the people of Israel for their complaining because, yeah, they need water. Yeah, they need food. But these were opportunities where God is showing them that he is going to provide. He is going to take care of their necessities. And it's from this point on when he has done this, he has shown himself, he has proven himself, that he will do so, that it becomes an issue that they continue to complain. But they start complaining about the food, and God promises manna. It falls from the sky. It's this wafer type of meal, uh, air, airy type of uh, grain or whatever, something like that. Um, and, they, and they say, it is manna, which literally means, what is it? And verse uh, <clears throat> 15 says, for they wist not what it was. And then Moses talks to them and he explains what's going on in, in the second half of that verse. And Moses said unto them, This is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. Okay, so here are God's expectations. He's given them provision. Here are God's expectations for what they're supposed to do with that provision. Gather of it every man according to his eating, and omer for every man according to the number of your persons, Take ye every man for them which are in his tents. So gather a certain amount for every single person in your family. Okay, And the children of Israel did so, and gathered some more, some less. And when they did meet it with an homer, he that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. And Moses said, Let no man leave of it till the morning. Okay, So don't let there be any leftovers. Notwithstanding, they hearkened not unto Moses, but some of them left of it until the morning, and it bred worms and stank. And Moses was wroth or angry with them, okay, because they didn't obey. He said, don't leave any leftovers, and they didn't obey, and it grew worms in it, okay? And they gathered it every morning, every man according to his eating, and when the sun waxed hot, it melted. So maybe it was uh, one of, some of that Italian ice or uh, ices or something like that. I don't know. Two omers for one man. Okay, sorry, I skipped ahead. And it came to pass that on the sixth day they gathered twice as much bread, two omers for one man. And all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses. And he said unto them, This is that which the Lord hath said, Tomorrow is the rest of the holy Sabbath unto the Lord. Bake that which ye will bake today. And see that ye will seethe, and that which remaineth over lay up for you to be kept until the morning. So on the sixth day, there is an exception here. They're not to keep any leftovers on the regular days, but the sixth day, the day before Sabbath, they're to prepare for the next day. And they laid it up till the morning, as Moses bade, and it did not stink, neither were there any worms therein. So God protected the meal for the next day. And Moses said, Eat that today, for today is a Sabbath unto the Lord. Today ye shall not find it in the field. Six days ye shall gather it, but on the seventh, which is the Sabbath, 
it, in it there shall be none. And it came to pass that there went out some of the people on the seventh day for to gather, and they found none. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long refuse ye to keep my commandments and my laws? See, for that the Lord hath given you the Sabbath, therefore he giveth you on the sixth day the bread of, of two days. Abide ye every man in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. Okay. And so we're going to talk about two details, two, two important lessons that I draw from this section that we've just read. One is the importance of details in our obedience. Sometimes we think like the small things, they don't really matter. We can, not, we can ignore them and let them slide. But here we see that God actually pays attention to those details. They were told in detail, don't leave any leftovers. And they disobeyed and there were consequences. They were also told, gather enough on the sixth day for, to cover for the Sabbath day and don't go out looking for it on the Sabbath day. And they still went out and they went looking for it on the Sabbath day. Now, did that hurt anybody? It's a little detail, but did it really hurt anybody? No, not necessarily, but it was disobedience to God. And, and God asks, how long refuse you to keep my commandments and my laws? And the reason that God had given that, there is a reason that God had given that rule. And actually, when I say, did it hurt anybody? It didn't hurt other people directly, but there, there is somebody who was hurt here. And we'll, we'll talk about that, okay? But the reason God gave this command is that he had given the Sabbath day for rest. He had given them a day to have rest so that they wouldn't be working every single day of the week. And so the people rested on the Sabbath day. And in the, and so when, when men go out and they go to look for the manna on the seventh day, they are working on that Sabbath day. They are not only disobeying God, but they are actually doing harm to themselves because they are not taking advantage of the rest that God has given us. God is not intended for us to plug away constantly, nonstop, all the time. He, he, has institute, he instituted the Sabbath day for the Jews specifically to set an example of the need for rest in our lives. Now, as Christians, we're not under the Sabbath, we're not under the law, but that doesn't change the fact that rest is essential to our lives. And so when they, they ignored this little detail that seemingly had no consequences to anybody else, it did have a consequence because it was hurting them. They weren't taking the rest that God had prepared for them. They weren't taking advantage of the blessings that God had given them in their lives. They were, they were acting like it was no big deal, like they didn't need this, but they do need this. And sometimes I think we, we get so focused on staying busy that we don't think we need the rest. We don't think that we need that time, and yet we do. Um, when I wrote these words, this was during a week where every single evening I'd been involved in doing something. I'd been working my normal shifts during the day. I had a huge load of counseling on my shoulders and I felt like the I was coming to an end of my, my strength and my energy. And I was, you know. And and I needed that rest. And God has intended for us to have that. And so we shouldn't take it lightly. Um, God God wants good things for our lives. He the rules that He puts in place aren't there by accident. Okay. And Moses said, 
and it continues talking and said and the house of Israel called the name thereof manna and it was like a coriander seed which I don't really know what coriander seed is a whole lot in it so white and the taste of it was like wafers made with honey okay so there you got a little bit of the flavor of it and Moses said this is the thing which the Lord commanded fill an omer of it to be kept for your generations that they may see the bread wherewith I have fed you in the wilderness when I brought you forth from the land of Egypt and Moses said unto Aaron, Take a pot, and put an omer full of manna therein, and lay it up before the Lord to be kept for your generations. As the Lord commanded Moses, so Aaron laid it up before the testimony to be kept. And the children of Israel did eat manna forty years, until they came to a land inhabited. They did eat manna until they came unto the borders of the land in Canaan. Now an omer is the tenth part of an ephah. Now that verse means absolutely nothing to us. We don't know what an omer is, and we don't know what an ephah is, so we can't really understand how much is there but they take of the manna and they put an omer of it into the ark of the testimony and they keep it as a remembrance of what god had done he had provided for them and god provided for them the entire 40 years that they wandered in the wilderness with this manna and so god took care of them and, that, and honestly, they, we should be able to trust God to take care of us as well, knowing that he has what's best for us at heart. He provided food for them, which they needed, but he also provided rest for them because they needed it. God's heart is to take care of us and to provide those things. And so we need to look back and we need to remember all the times that God has taken care of us and has provided those things. Hope that's been a help for you today. Have a great day. God bless.